All right. Hey there, students. It's Pastor James. And Pastor Nick. All right. And we've got another edition of our sleep our sleep series here. Yeah, Weekly Wisdom. And before we go, I need to admit some real life here that I did not apply one of our lessons the other day. Oh, that's right. And I paid for it. Tell so them about it. Sunday, we were, my wife and I and little James were headed to our community group. And I was like, do you know what? I'm feeling a little tired. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Starbucks and I'm going to get my favorite iced mocha, one pump less of the chocolate sauce, no whipped cream. And uh, I'm going to get that and I'm going to get a little kick here. And so I had a caffeinated beverage at about 5 p.m. And at about 11 p.m., I realized that I had made a mistake. And at about 12 p.m., I was watching a movie on Apple TV+. Plus, and at about 12.20, I finally decided that I think I can actually fall asleep now. And so I... And you fall, usually go to bed when? Uh, let's try like 9.30. Okay. <laughs> so life was not super smooth. And that was before coming into work on a Monday morning at about, I think, 8.30 or 9. So not too early. But anyways, I did not apply the no caffeine after 12 or Nick's is even earlier than that. But anyways, a little bit of time for your confession here. Uh, I did not apply the lesson that I knew to be true and I paid for it. And I knew as soon as I laid my head down on the pillow at about 10, this is not going well. This is not going to work out. So I got out of bed because otherwise I keep Christy awake all night and she's not super thrilled with that. So yeah. anyways, that's why this is called Weekly Wisdom because it is wise things that we are talking to yeah, you about. Yeah, I think even so. Even if apparently we don't know how to apply them very well. So Yeah. Well, and again, you know, you're just going to have days where – You can't expect perfection, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, that's something to keep in mind with all these weekly wisdoms is their wisdom. Sometimes, you know, life just happens and it doesn't work out the way we want it to. And that's okay. But it's also a reminder, though, like, their wisdom for a reason. Yes. That decaf coffee would have gotten the job done. But Did I make that for you? You did. I I went over to Pastor Nick's house after that. He's really, like, hoping for a compliment here, but I'm going to give it to him. And, uh... (laughs) No, Pastor Nick made me a very, very good iced decaf That's right. mocha that was absolutely fabulous. So, anyway, you should, if you're ever at Pastor Nick's house, ask him to make him make you some coffee. So he's got he's got some good good, good options there. Yes. So This week we're talking about lights, screens, and temperature, and so Pastor Nick's going to walk us through that. So right. So to get adequate and good sleep. Um, you have to keep in mind that our modern situation does not help us, right? We as humans, um, because God has created us, have since the beginning followed the natural light cycle of the earth, the 24-hour light cycle. Uh, And so we get up when it's light, we go to bed when it's dark. Now the invention of fire and and that, that obviously changed things a little bit. We could extend our time. Uh, awake uh, at night. But then the real invention that screwed things up was electricity and the light bulb. Because then we didn't have to use expensive uh, light or expensive oil burning or candles. Instead, we could just flip on a switch. And now, instead of going to bed when darkness hits, uh, we can keep ourselves awake. I mean, all night if we wanted 
because of our electricity. So till about twelve twenty, if you really want. That's to. true, that's but that was also caffeine. So you know. That's true. But you had lights on, I'm sure. I uh, I had my uh, MacBook Air on that was broadcasting light with all the over blue me. light as well. Uh-huh. So, so I was just which we'll talk about here. Street. Okay, so um, I'm gonna quickly move through this, uh, but basically I'm just gonna give you some statistics about how light affects your sleep, how uh, screens affect your sleep, and also temperature, okay? So really quickly, again, uh, let's say you have your lights on um, in your room. Again, that artificial light is bathing you uh, right even in the evening when you're supposed to be getting ready to wind down, right? The sunlight, when it starts to dissipate, signals to your brain, nighttime is coming, let's engage sleep. Right, you've had all day adenosine building up. It's just that's your sleep pressure, and then also the light getting receding tells your melatonin to kick in to drive, right, to help you get to sleep. So, when you have artificial lights on, even just a little bit delays your sleep buildup and delays that actual engagement of sleep, right? So, what they say, generally speaking, and this is from a book, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker, highly recommend it. That you're usually two to three hours, um, if if you're if you're getting this electrical light pre bedtime, it's delaying your usual sleep time anywhere between eight to ten p.m. by two to three hours. Right. So it's like you're going to bed later, or yeah. so like you're you might fall asleep, but your sleep cycle won't start. Correct. Yeah. Like you might still be able to fall asleep, but instead of the sleep cycle engaging fully and adequately as it should, um, you, it's delayed. Like you don't have the full melatonin, melatonin buildup or the full adenosine buildup. And so that's still kind of happening. You're like, we've all kind of had that instance where you're falling asleep, but like, it's not a super deep sleep versus like, you know, when you go to bed and you're just out, you wake up the next morning or in the middle of the night to use the bathroom. That's, that's one of the differences there. Mm -hmm. And often if you track it, you'll probably start to see a correlation between like evening light exposure and that kind of, but then also it doesn't even mean you'll go to sleep. It may be two or three hours delayed before you can even fall asleep. That's where insomnia kicks in. But anyways, artificial evening and night light, Nighttime light can therefore mimic sleep onset insomnia, the ability to fall asleep within 25 minutes. That's sleep onset insomnia. Um, And so they say basically that even an 8 to 10 lux light bulb, a hint of dim light, right? A normal bedside lamp emits anywhere between 20 to 80 lux. So even 8 to 10 lux will affect your sleep. Your normal bedside lamp does 20 to 80 In your usual uh, living room that's subtly lit at night is 200. Is that with like a TV on or just like lamps? I think that would, he says subtly lit. So I don't think that's even with a TV or anything like that. Right. So then he says just one to two percent. That's all, all that is, is just one, two percent strength of the daylight. And that's enough to, to screw up your, um, your sleeping patterns uh, and delay delay you up to two to three hours so even that minimal exposure to light so what i like to say here for the wisdom part of this is start dimming the lights like at 6 30 7 o'clock as much as you can and Kill you're lights. assuming like a 7 p.m 7 30 sunset yeah okay yeah yeah and obviously during the summer it's a little different mm-hmm. um but we'll say at least for the majority of the time here in seattle area start dimming between 6 37 yeah um to help yourself fall asleep more easily 
So that's at least light. The this next, next part I'm not looking forward to. Next- this one is blue LEDs. <laughs> so one of the early studies found that using an iPad, so I'm talking about screens now, using an iPad um, that has a lot of blue light, blue LED light, using that two hours prior to bed blocked the otherwise rising levels of melatonin by a significant 23%. So if you're using an iPad two hours before bed, right, you're going to block your melatonin levels possibly by 23%, right? So That's crazy. And who doesn't do that? Yeah. Like. (laughs) Yeah. So here's a fun, here's a fun study that they did. Uh, They did a, two-week period uh, split in half with people. Um, and basically they had people read on an iPad or people read on uh, – just read a book, mm-hmm. right? So um, five nights of reading on a book or an iPad for several hours before bed. No other iPad use such as email or internet were allowed. So they all they did was read a book on the iPad. And then five nights of reading again on a printed book for several hours before bed. Um Compared to a printed read, reading a printed book, reading an iPad suppressed melatonin release by over 50% at night. And then it also delayed the rise of melatonin by up to three hours relative to the natural rise in these same individuals when they read a, re, reading a printed book. So reading an iPad a couple hours, bef- even reading on an iPad a couple hours before bed is, is detrimental uh, to your sleep. Um so, and when it says iPad, you can insert like laptop. Yes. Like anything phone. that has blue LED lights. Right. Now, maybe like a Kindle that doesn't have any blue LEDs, you're going to be okay. But generally speaking, any like phone, iPad, tablet that has blue light, even when it shifts, it has a night shift that mm-hmm. helps eliminate some of that blue light. Um, I can't remember if he mentions it here. That's still affecting your sleep. Okay. So, even if I turn on that blue light filter. It's and, basically a screen in front of me, right? Is yeah. what you're telling me. Yeah. Yeah. So, and here's one that was, so what they found after this is that, you know, the, the iPad reading affected the sleep. The subjects felt less rested and sleepier throughout the following day. And then third, there was a lingering after effect with participants suffering a 90 minute lag in their evening rising melatonin levels for several days after the iPad use ceased like a digital hangover. Weird. That's crazy. So, and again, you wonder why we're a sleepless generation that that's right. is worrisome and can't sleep. Like, it had so to. this plays back into our phones from September. Yeah, your phone goes to bed before you do. That's just one easy way to kick it. Obviously, I know you guys are doing homework sometimes. You guys are up late uh, because you're teenagers too, and your sleeping cycles later and uh, aimed later towards the night. Um, there's some, some instances where it just, it happens, but to the best of your ability, put those screens and things like that at least an hour before bed and you'll do yourself a lot of favors when it comes to sleep. And this is another one, again, as we like to remind you throughout the series, like every step counts. Mm -hmm. 15 minutes is better than zero minutes. Mm -hmm. 30 minutes is better than 15. Like let's start somewhere somewhere. and it'll, it'll go from there. Okay. And then the last one. Um, which will be the quickest, I think, is did you know you your core body temperature has to drop by one to two degrees 
or sorry, uh, two to three degrees Fahrenheit for you to fall asleep. So is this our evidence that we can just freeze our wives out of house and home when we go to bed? You ideally want your bedroom temperature to be about a nice chilly 65 degrees. Wow. Most people, he says, hum around 70 to 72, Mm -hmm. entirely too, too hot to get that adequate drop in temperature. So this is sleep. windows open, snowing outside. Get the windows open, you know, get that temp down. That's why it's so hard to fall asleep in Seattle in the summer if you don't have AC. Yeah. Because it's so stinking hot. Your body temperature hasn't cooled. So teenagers, you can sell your parents on air conditioning units. Correct. Correct. Um, So anyways. The piece of wisdom here is don't work out too late. So um, I know some of you are doing sports and things like that after school. And I know like some of you have football games late into the night. But so long as you're able to choose, don't be super active and working out at least two to three hours before bed. Mm -hmm. That will will pay dividends because, again, your core body temperature needs to drop. and by two to three degrees and when you work out and everything like that it leaves your core body temperature a little bit higher for a little bit longer and so you that you're fighting sleep i had this issue in college when i was in undergrad i would work out at like 7 p.m to 8 30 p.m and then i would struggle to fall asleep after reading this book i now see the correlation also i was having caffeine late i did a whole bunch of stupid things um but anyways i i i see now that like that working out late put my sleep clock even further behind. Mm -hmm. So um, don't work out too late. Also open up those windows, get that cool breeze coming in. Um, The other thing you can do is splash your face before bed. Um, Because again, what you're doing is then you're drawing blood to your, your, uh, to the, to the front of your face vessels. And then the heat is evaporating things and cooling. Uh, This is why uh, some people take nighttime baths before bed. So a nice warm bath, again, will draw heat from your core body temperature to the to the skin and everything like that when you're taking a nice warm bath and that's why a lot of people have success in fixing some insomnia that's what some doctors will recommend to help draw a nighttime bath sit in there and it'll it'll end up helping you so anyways um that's that yeah and i think my big takeaway is like play to the natural rhythms that the earth and the sun Mm -hmm. is giving us when it's dark time to get to bed Mm -hmm. and anything i pull out to to fight that in a sense is is going to push my sleep Mm -hmm. a little bit farther away and it's okay like i know that seems maybe frustrating and and i know you guys have schoolwork and stuff like that that goes late um but again i would say to the best of your ability if you can match the natural rhythms that i would say god has baked into us Mm -hmm. you'll be a healthier human being including with sleep so to the best of your ability dim the lights before bed uh, cut that screen at least an hour before uh, or some minutes before. And then lastly, make sure you don't work out too late and get yourself cool before bed. That'll yeah. help your sleep. Every step counts. Don't forget to send us your questions. We're always looking forward to those. And uh, maybe even shoot Nick a text if you got his number about, hey, I applied this lesson and it worked out really well. So again, weekly wisdom, just trying to get us to live as God intended, right? And bring him honor and glory. So That's right. So... As we say, I think at the end of every show. Like, comment, and subscribe. And also leave us a rating. Yes, and a rating really would help. It'll kind of help legitimize and also just further the podcast here. So thanks for listening, guys. Toodles.